Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you, need, if you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. I'm going to be here with you for two more hours. Thank you all so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. And thank you to everyone listening all across North America. On the free Odyssey app, on your local affiliate, on Sirius XM channel 158, and even on a smart speaker. Whether or not you're in Alaska Miami, much loved all the folks in Miami. Shout outs to the people in the Carolinas and on the coast. Or you're in Texas or Southern California or you're in New England and everything in between. I appreciate you for hanging out here with us on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to talk to me, I am real easy to find. It's 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. I am also on social media, I am active. I'm active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That is at JR Sport Brief. So far tonight, we've been able to talk about Tua Tonga-Valoa. We gave you the update from head coach Mike McDaniel from the Dolphins. Uh, we talked about Aaron Judge. No home run tonight for Aaron Judge. The Baltimore Orioles beat the New York Yankees in the Bronx. The final score, 2-1. to one. Uh, Aaron Judge did get a hit. He was walked twice. And there are six games left for Aaron Judge to go out there and hit home run number 62. Albert Pujols, he was able to go out for the the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. And Albert Pujols, he hit home run number 701. And you think about the cards, 2-1 versus the Pirates. That was the final score. And the St. Louis Cardinals, what a week that they've had, able to clinch the National League Central, Albert Pujols, he hits his first home run uh, since he hit two of them last Friday, and boom, here we are. Records being broken and records being added to. And as we continue on with the show, obviously I want to continue to talk to you, but also update you on a lot of the games that will be taking place this upcoming Sunday as the NFL moves towards its full slate of week four games. Just to give you a quick reminder, if you missed it last hour, I I do want to share with you the update from Mike McDaniel on Tua Tonga-Valoa's progress. He spoke to the media today. Tua Tonga-Valoa has been resting at home, getting better, 
And this is what head coach Mike McDaniel had to say about Tua's status for today. Talking to him this morning, um, I think he's still uh, feeling some of those headaches, and he's uh, 12. Um, I think he's probably just finishing his MRI right now, um, and so we'll we'll find the results on that. Um, that was uh, that's just an extra kind of precaution. Yeah, well, extra precaution, sure, okay. Yeah. I, I think it's simple enough to look at the guy and go, well, damn, bruh, you couldn't walk on Sunday. What the hell are you still playing for? It took watching the man, uh, you know, sit on the field or lay on the field for 10 minutes last night before he even exited the game on a stretcher. And so I wish and I hope knowing that the New York Jets game is going to be nine days away. Don't rush him back for what? We did that already. We don't need to see Tua Tonga-Valoa get smashed again. We had a caller who, who did reference, and, and ironic might be the word, maybe not. We had a caller who referenced the style of play of Tua Tonga-Valoa. Even though he looks, well, he is small for a quarterback, uh, even though he, he appears to be someone who might run around and scramble like he's Mighty Mouse, he doesn't. Tua Tagovailoa is not running around like he is Mike Vick or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, and those are the two names that our caller had mentioned. And ironically, the Bills and the Ravens are going to take each other on this upcoming Sunday. I will watch this game intently unless NFL Sunday ticket sucks again. It's been absolute trash to start the season, and I guess that's what we all get. When the NFL and DirecTV say, oh, well, our relationship is ending. But I digress. The Bills are going to take on the Ravens. We know that here we have two of the best quarterbacks in the entire game, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Lamar has his MVP trophy. Josh Allen looks destined to ultimately get to one. The Ravens are 2-1. and one. The Bills are 2-1. and one. Who gave both of these teams their losses? No one other than the Miami Dolphins. In one case, it was a complete comeback against those Ravens. And recently, as we just mentioned, against the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins were able to say, well, damn it, y'all don't have time left on the clock. We got this. And so the Ravens and Bills both have a loss. And it should be a fun matchup between both teams. I I really look at Lamar Jackson. I look at Josh Allen and I say, who the hell is going to the Super Bowl first? Forget winning it. Who is actually going to go to the Super Bowl? Who's going to get over the hump in an AFC championship game? Who's going to go to the AFC championship game? And who's ultimately going to execute in the biggest game? That's what I'm waiting for at this point in time. It's very early on in the season. We know injuries always have an effect. Kyle Fuller is, is, is out toward his ACL against the New York Jets. And damn it, the Ravens defense, I got to be honest, has been crap. It has been trash. They have allowed a 300-yard passer in every game. They're the only team to allow 18 400-yard passers since 2021. 
They're dead last in total defense. This is not Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is not out there. Ed Reed is not out there. Suggs is not out there. This Ravens defense stinks. Their offense is one of the best. They're lighting folks up. Lamar Jackson is having another absolutely amazing season. And if they keep this up, if they have a winning record and the offense is killing it and the defense stinks, then you're just going to have to pay Lamar Jackson even more unless you franchise tag the guy. And so Lamar, he says, yeah, I'm having another great season, but we got to give credit to somebody like Devin DuVernay. He's out there on the receiving end of these passes. And Lamar, he looks great. This is what he had to say about the connection with Devin. Keep on the ball, you know, starting to practice, building our chemistry there. Uh, and like you said, I, I was telling you guys, like, he's fast. You know, he got great hands, um, good route runner. Um, that's what you need in receiver. Well, absolutely. And so it doesn't appear that the, the Baltimore Ravens at this point in time are missing Hollywood Brown too much. They've had other receivers step up. DuVernay's been out there being a burner. And so Von Miller who plays for the Buffalo Bills in his first season, coming over, helping the Rams win a championship, Vaughn is going straight to the Hall of Fame. And opposite from what the Ravens have been able to do on defense, the Bills' defense, it is the best in the NFL so far. And Vaughn Miller, looking at Lamar Jackson, always an MVP candidate, Vaughn Miller can't do anything but show this guy love. Nobody's like Lamar, man. He's a blend of, of all different players. His base is a quarterback, but he can also move like a receiver and, and hit the edge like a running back and make guys miss like a running back. Oh, he's, he's one of the most gifted quarterbacks that we've ever seen. He continues to improve as a passer. Uh, how much more improvement do you want outside of skill when you have someone who can throw for 36 touchdowns in pretty much his rookie season? I think a lot of teams would sign up for that every single year. And then you throw in the 1,000 yards, rushing, and yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome, pretty spectacular. And so the Bills take on the Ravens, and that is one matchup that I am absolutely looking forward to seeing this upcoming Sunday. That game is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Another game that I cannot wait to see. There were a lot of issues as to a practice and where the Buccaneers practice and where they go, but they're going to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Who knows? Maybe this is a, a Super Bowl preview again. Just maybe. The Kansas City Chiefs, they just lost to the Colts 20-17. to A controversial play later on in the game. Chris Jones getting that penalty for uh, talking a little bit of trash that allowed the Colts to, to, to move along on the game and ultimately uh, win because of all the penalties and yards that were stacked up after Chris Jones. And then we know about the Bucks. Man, he lost to the Packers. They've been busted up and injured. Godwin, Mike Evans, suspended, obviously, trying to beat up Marshawn Lattimore. And so between the Chiefs and the Bucks, we have a quarterback who we will probably watch for the next 10 and 15 years in Patrick Mahomes. And then we have the other quarterback. This guy just won't go away. His name is Tom Brady. And so these are the matchups. The, the games this upcoming Sunday, 
a lot of the games I go, eh, it's, it's kind of, of, of whatever. Am I going to peek in? Am I going to see what's going on? Absolutely. But am I, you know, just pushing buttons to see Seattle take on Detroit? Nah, not at all. What about the New York Giants and the Chicago Bears? Nah, just to see Saquon and just to see Fields. I don't, I don't really want to see uh, Daniel Jones. I could care less. New England at Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers is probably going to pick them apart. Sunday night football, Kansas City at Tampa Bay. We've learned that that game is going to stick to Tampa Bay due to the storm, or thank God because of the storm, they're not going to have to go up to Minneapolis. And in the early game, I'm really looking forward to sitting down and watching the Bills go to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. It should be a fun one. 855-212-4CBS. E-Man is calling from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how's it going, JR? Very well. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, to call in and talk about this uh, Bills-Ravens game. Um, more importantly, I just wanted to talk about the ridiculous rule that anything before week four you can't flex as far as game times go. I think that rule should be completely changed. I understand that, you know, we like they, they, they already make these schedules and they don't want to change them too early. But there's been a lot of times that, you know, teams have gone under underneath, like, you know, stuff has hit the fan real quick. And we, we've thought that we wanted to see these games, but we really don't. Just like um, with the stuff going on in Tampa, like, why are they? Why are they still playing in Tampa? I, I I don't understand it. Like, this this game needs to be flexed to prime time, and I don't know. What, like this this rule needs to change. It's just ridiculous. Well, it's it's because the broadcasters are paying for the game. I know it, that's a little too simple of a, of an issue, uh, but you do want to have flexibility. If I'm NBC, I I, I want to have flexibility later on in the season to to pick and choose what game goes into primetime when the games actually matter a, a, a little more. Uh, everything is about the dollar, man. Yeah, I, I, I get that completely. Um, I just wanted to lastly get your take on what you think the outcome of this game is going to be between the Bills and the Ravens. I know I know you're saying you're pretty excited to watch it, and I am as well. I'm just kind of nervous. Like, I, I want my Ravens to go out there and show up. But these are the Bills, you know. It's not going to be an easy task at all. No. It's it's not. I, if I have to look at this singular game, if I were going to take a hardcore bet, I, I'd go and I'd take the, the bills. I know somebody's going to take the words that I just said and put some money down. If you win money, please send it to me, by the way. Uh, but the Ravens have had issues with defense so far early in the season, uh, whether it's giving up big yards and four touchdowns to Tua Tonga-Valoa in a fourth quarter. This, is, this has not been an easy season uh, for them. I mean, the, the New England Patriots, they can't score their way out of a, a wet paper bag, and they were able to put up almost 30 points uh, against the Ravens. So the Buffalo Bills should have no issue scoring against them. Uh, all things considered, the Buffalo Bills have one of the best defenses in the NFL despite the injuries to their safeties, and they, they, they should go out there and take care of the Ravens. Yeah. But we do know and, this. Uh, 
The, the Ravens oh, can be explosive offensively, so we can't discount them, but their defense should be cause for concern. Last, uh, the, it's supposed to be raining quite a bit in Baltimore this weekend, so I don't know how that's also going to favor into it. Yeah, no, we, we, we do know this, that, that, that weather also plays a factor. All things considered, and thank you, E-Man, for calling from Maryland, across the NFL to start the season, offense has been down. Uh, I think the numbers are the lowest that it's been in maybe about a decade. Uh, a, a lot of those factors have potentially been a lot of the new head coaches that we have. I think there are about nine or ten new head coaches in the NFL. You can think about all the new offensive coordinators. You can think about all the quarterbacks, guys like Russell Wilson, who have switched teams. You can think about the teams that are basically playing, well, let's just wait a minute and wait a while, like the Cleveland Browns. They're throwing out Brissett, and they got to wait for Deshaun Watson to come in. And so offense, it's, it's a little bit harder to come by this year. And when you play out in the elements, it's typically a factor later on in the season. You start getting into the Northeast. You get into the Midwest, starting to snow, starting to rain, sleet, it's cold. Right now, it's still early. We've pulled into October. We're pulling into October, depending on where you live. So let's see. Yeah, if it's a slop fest, it'd be a little bit easier to play. But all things considered, mano y mano, I would say the Bills have a better chance to win the game. Yaya's calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. How you doing, JR, man? Uh, good. I just want to give you a good shout-out, man. I've been rocking with you since you had the, since you had the Wave Cup way back in the YouTube days, man. You're doing a good job, man. I appreciate uh, listening to you, man. And let me get you, I listen to you while I'm not working. It gets me through work. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. One thing that I, I know I ain't going to take too long, but, but one thing that gravitated me towards you is, like, I, I'm a big sports fan, and I always watch these athletes interviews, these press conferences. They don't look like they want to be there and be dry. But with, but, but, but with true, you always had the A-list, and everybody seemed to be happy doing the interview. Like, they was happy that you were interviewing them. But I'm going to get to my point. I'm a proud member of the Bills Mafia. I was at the game last Sunday in Miami. Me and my wife and do it every year. And, and I... Uh, I, I had a bird's eye view or two, and he was knocked out cold. It was it was obvious he was knocked out cold. And um, but my point, I, but but the point I want to make is that nobody's saying this. Let's say he wasn't concussed; it, it was a back injury. If it's your back and you can't walk, that alone, to keep, you should go back in the game. You got an injury to your spine, fool. Like yeah, you can't even walk. So why is you going back in the game anyways? And Mike McDaniel is I, – I just started liking him because he was like a cool nerd. But he really aggravated me saying that I don't put no players in harm. Like, that's exactly what you did. Like, one thing right. about Sean McDermott and, 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 and aggravation sometimes with Sean McDermott, he holds dudes out for paper cut. Like, uh, this, this, this example, our center, Mitch Morris, he was sounding optimistic. Like, he was going to play Sunday. And then game time, he was inactive. And, uh, and we had three uh, botched uh, snaps. But um, Sean McDermott would have never put nobody out like that. He see you moving, you know, like, like you're not going to play. Like, you, you, you don't sit down for anything. Uh, and, and that's a coach that really not going to put his players at a high. Like, that's exactly what you did. You see this dude, this punch drunk, and you, you're so thirsty to uh, 
to win a game that you still not to go off. And like I said, even if it was a bag, if you can't walk, if your back is just fine, it's getting to the fact that you can't even walk back to the huddle, that alone well, let me, I just want to know what you think about that. Well, I, I, I agree with you, Yaya. I don't, I don't think he should have been out there. And you know what? When we come back on the other side of the break, I want to talk to you about John Harbaugh. Obviously, I, we're talking about the, the Ravens taking on the Bills. We can listen to head coach Mike McDaniel say that everything is fine and I wouldn't have done anything different. And the doctors told me that, you know, this was all good and fine. John Harbaugh, he spoke to the media today, and he said, man, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm astonished. I could not believe what we've seen over the past several days with Tua Tonga-Valoa. John Harbaugh said that. I know Mike McDaniel is a rookie head coach. John Harbaugh has been coaching here for the better part of 20 years at multiple levels, and he's just like, no, I wouldn't have had him out there. I don't think that's so much of an indictment on Mike McDaniel, but more so of a statement of, hey, we need to go out there and get our you-know-what together. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk about the comments made by John Harbaugh. I do want you to hear from Todd Bowles as the Chiefs get ready to take on the Bucks. We're go- we got a bunch of other games that we're going to discuss as we get ready to roll out. It's the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I really enjoy your show. I try to listen every night. Uh, it's a great show. What's good, JR? Glad to be on the call with you, man. I love the show. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I want to take this time to, well, obviously I'll talk to you, but I want to take this time for you to hear from some of the coaches. Right before we went to break, uh, one of our callers, he's a Buffalo Bills fan, I believe, and we're getting ready for the Bills and the Ravens. And the, the coaches were brought up. And Mike McDaniel was brought up. And, you know, how the Dolphins potentially failed Tua. And so, as a part of the preparation and news media availability for Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, head coach John Harbaugh. He didn't just talk about the upcoming matchup against the Bills. He was asked about Tua Tonga-Valoa, and he was asked about the entire situation. And I want you to hear his thoughts and response right here. I couldn't believe what I saw last night. I couldn't believe what I saw last Sunday. It was just something that was astonishing to see. I've been coaching for 40 years. College in the NFL, almost ready. And uh, I've never seen anything like it before. And it just was really something that, uh, you know, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. He couldn't believe what he was seeing, and damn it, he's a coach in the NFL. He went on to say that if it was a situation with the Baltimore Ravens, that Tua Tonga Valoa would not have been out there. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Well, yeah, well it, bad isn't the word. Right. 
it, it's, it, it doesn't help the case of anyone, let alone the Dolphins or rookie head coach and Mike McDaniel. When you have a veteran head coach, someone who has uh, won a Super Bowl, to, to stand up there and say, hey, if I were in that position, Tua wouldn't have not even played. And I think that's, that's the common sense element of it that a lot of people are omitting. Mike McDaniel is a rookie. He's not going to throw anybody underneath the bus. He's going to walk the company line. He just got the job. He's saying that, hey, yeah, the doctor said he was okay, and that's what he's doing to maintain his paycheck. John Harbaugh don't have no skin in the game. He doesn't have a thing to lose. And as most of us saw, the man was not ready to play. He was knocked the blank out, and they sent him out there. Go ahead, Shep. No, I just t- – t- Jared, to your, to your point, like – and you – listen, you are all over this. We're, we're constantly going back and forth with, with story ideas and – and sound throughout throughout the entirety of a day. And and God knows you get up at 8 in the morning. I don't know how you do it. Have you seen anything related to what happened to Tua from anybody related to leadership in the NFL? Has there been one decry? Has there been one sense of outrage? Has there been one iota of this is what he, the Dolphins should have done? This is what we need to do moving forward? This is what we're going to look into? It just seems like this is the wild, wild west. And it's 2022, and John Harbaugh is one of the most stand-up, classiest guys we have in the NFL. You don't hear a damn negative thing uttered about John Harbaugh. You talk about having skin in the game. This guy has been so professional, and all he probably wants to do is just say, will you pay Lamar Jackson among the top QBs in the the NFL? Because God knows he's freaking worth it, and he's kept his mouth shut. He's towed the company line. But for him to come out and say this, this just is a horrible look for the Dolphins and more specifically, JR, the NFL for omitting something that what we all see from our common you know, vantage point. Yeah. With the NFL, though, the NFL is, is Teflon. It's untouchable. Un- unless, unless we get more of these instances, the only real danger for the NFL is if we start moving on in generation to generation and people just go, this is barbaric. This is dangerous. I'm not watching this. I'm not participating in it. I'm not allowing my child to participate in it. And it's a possibility. You know, we can, we can look back through history, and I can go back 100 years and 80 years and 50 years and 30 years and look at the, the significance and importance of Major League Baseball to the United States of America. The popularity has waned decade after decade after decade. That's not to say that there's not a massive appetite for Major League Baseball. That's not to say that there are not fans. That's not to say that there are not youngsters who absolutely love and crave the game. But the overall just uh, popularity in comparison to what we had is not the same. People have more options. People have more choices. and, And that's just the world that we live in. And so am I worried or threatened or afraid that the NFL is going to disappear? Hell no. But there is a legitimate concern from the NFL. Forget me. There's a legitimate concern that situations like Tua Tonga-Valoa and messages from the Players Association and Jim Harbaugh saying, man, it's, it's crazy that this took place in our league. And he's a peer to Mike McDaniel. These are the type of issues 
that take place that make the NFL go, well, yeah, we might be untouchable, but we can really lose market share. We can start losing money. The growth can slow if over the next couple of decades, people don't give a damn. We can always look at what's directly in front of us. We can look at the game week to week. We can look at the $11 plus billion that the NFL makes year after year and continues to grow. There's nothing guaranteed here, and it's, uh, it's a terrible look. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, that will stop the NFL outside of these injuries. And if we continue to have situations like, to, like took place with Tua, it's it's not going to help by any stretch of the imagination. Go ahead, shot. What did I say? Who would I call him? Uh, well, no, it, 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 it happens a lot. People were, because uh, they're both such, you know, personalities. Oh, his brother. Jim versus John, yes. Oh, yeah, Jim, John, one is at Michigan, one's in, in Baltimore. Yeah, I mix them up all the time. Right. No, I was just, I was just, but, the, but JR, to, to, to your point, it, it, it just seems like this is a young man who's playing the best football of his life, and he is breaking the shackles of being a limited, primitive Alabama quarterback, the reputation that those guys and Jalen Hurts and such have had to fight for so long. Since Joe Namath, there has not been a legitimate Alabama quarterback in the NFL. Let's be real about that. And finally, with all the dark cloud that the Dolphins have found themselves in, they finally see a 3-0 and start. And I got to tell you, I think Mike McDaniel is very li- he's a very likable guy. But you talk about lack of a backbone? I'm sorry, JR. I don't see any leadership qualities in this guy. I, I, I know he's a rookie head coach, and there's only so much he can say and do, but I just, I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to say that, to say that he doesn't have any leadership qualities. It's, it's like any job. He got the job. He got the gig. And the last thing that you want to do in his position is say, hey, you know, screw the people who just hired me. Uh, is it is it that egregious of a situation? We know what happens in every regard when you when you speak out against your employer, when you speak out against uh, the people who pay your bills. It, he's here. He's been here. Sure, he's been here for months now. He's coached three games. He is not coming out anywhere, and he is not going to put the kibosh on anything. He is playing the situation politically correct. And I I understand it. He can go out, and, and what is he going to say? Oh, my God, uh, I shouldn't have put him out there, and the doctor screwed up. He's putting himself in the line of fire. And for that, damn it, we don't know what his future would look like as an NFL coach. You go up against a machine, typically you get crushed. Is he likely to change his mind over the next several weeks? I wouldn't be surprised. But it's going to take more information to come out publicly before he he changes his tune. The man just got the job. He's trying to keep that gravy train rolling. There are only but few uh, NFL coaching jobs and opportunities. And he got one of them. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take more of your calls. We're going to talk to you. And how about this? There's a team in baseball that is actually going to get to the postseason. They're from the Pacific Northwest. It's only one team. We'll talk about the Mariners on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I listen to you every night. In a whole hospital that I work at, I got 50 guys listening to you. I walk around this hospital now, and all I hear is JR. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, there's been a lot of talk about Tua Tonga-Valoa. There's been a lot of talk about the upcoming additional games for week four of the NFL season. But I have to show love to a team that has not been to the postseason. This is the longest drought here in North America. I am talking about the Seattle Mariners. They won, what, 114 games in maybe 16 and in 2001 they didn't win a damn thing and they haven't seen the playoffs since tonight it's over the Seattle Mariners are going right back to the postseason for the first time in about 20 years and congratulations a 20 season postseason drought and you want to know how it came in dramatic fashion In T-Mobile, or whatever the hell they call it, T-Mobile Park, I'm going to call it Safeco until it no longer exists. I'm sure the fans in Seattle feel the same exact way. But up in Seattle, it was a walk-off tonight. The Mariners, they beat the Athletics 2-1. Cal Rally, a walk-off home run. And it sounded like this, courtesy of the Mariners Radio Network. Here's the stretch. The 3-2 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field. Stay fair. Holy smokes, he did it. Off the hit in air cafe. Cal Raleigh with a walk-off home run. How sweet it is. The Mariners and the 20-year drought. Let me tell you something. A lot of people aren't talking about the Mariners. People are caught up with Albert Pujols. We talk about Judge and why. It's because something that most of the country can understand, keep up with, and relate to. But please, I will warn you right now. Do not be surprised if the Mariners whoop some ass in the playoffs. They have the American League's best record pretty much since, I'd say, June. And let's keep in mind, they traded for Luis Castillo to put at the top of the rotation. He's been lights out. You got Robbie Ray, who won the Cy Young last year. You got a young guy in George Kirby, who most people haven't even seen pitch yet. And so the Mariners, they are a threat. In addition to their young bats, their reliable arms. There were a lot of Yankee fans who were upset that they did not get Luis Castillo And you can pretty much go ahead and see why. Congratulations. Congratulations to the Mariners. Going back to the postseason for the first time in 20 years. The longest active drought in Major League Baseball. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hopefully for the Seahawks, it doesn't take that long. Impossible, right? Yeah, impossible. The Seahawks will be fine. Let's go ahead and hit the lines. Who do we have here? Let's talk to George from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to make a comment on the uh, Tua talk. Um, 
You know, he might have a concussion. One thing I think everybody should remember is uh, he did actually go to a hospital yesterday and get released and get to fly home with his team. So maybe it isn't so much head trauma as it's some kind of back pain or nerve, or it is something other. And rather than everybody speculating and assuming that everybody's doing something wrong, maybe nobody is. Maybe Tua, being they can't find anything wrong, actually has to make this decision if a team doesn't want to set him down when nobody can find anything wrong with him. Yeah, I mean, but at, at some point in time, it does come to the player. And if you leave me on the line because I've lost radio signal with you, I'll shut up and listen. Yeah, no, but here's the, here's the thing. You can, we can all run around and say it comes down to the player. It, it, it doesn't. It's up to the organization. It's up to the team to protect the player from themselves. Most players will want to go out there and, and compete. The other end is, and this is a cliche, and I think you and most people will understand this, better safe than sorry. So whether it is his back, his brain, his neck, his nerve, you can look at the plays that have taken place. No one is forgetting the fact that he was released from the hospital. It's not just what took place last night with Tua Tonga-Valoa. It's what took place this past Sunday. Uh, I don't know if you listened to uh, me earlier on in the show, but I mentioned Solomon Thomas, the former defensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. He's a current defensive tackle right now for the New York Jets. He's Stanford-educated, and he talked about the fact that the concussion protocols are not fool-safe and that there is not technology that is available to just correctly evaluate a player to say, go back into the game. It's literally several questions. Obviously, it's a cognitive exam. Can you follow me with your eyes? Do you know where you're at? Can you answer these questions on the iPad? And you go back out there. What the NFL Players Association has also said, outside of anything Solomon Thomas said, was that there are situations where you look at a player And you simply say, hey, they don't look like they can play. It's a no-go situation. Did Tua Tonga-Valoa immediately look like he could play on Sunday? Did he? The answer is no. And so sit down. It's really that simple. Thank you for calling from Michigan. Jeff is calling from Louisiana. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, JR. How you doing, man? Good. I've been listening to you for a long time, man. I love you. And uh, it's, I'm just getting old, man, and it's, it's, it's hard to stay up and listen to you, but I love your show so much. I can't wait till you uh, get that call and get in prime time, man, where you belong. But uh, thank you for what you do. But I want to talk about the two of two. And to that last caller, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, with doctors and everything else that, you know, NFL teams have, to be released to a doctor's care with the team and and just blow it off like he left and, and got on a plane? I, I, look, when are we going to start talking about CTE and how real it is? And just like I told your producer when I, when I called in, I mean, what is the Tua when he's 42 years old or 44 years old going to tell the 24-year-old Tua when he looks back on it? Or is he going to have that chance? Is he going to be the, you know, another – that, like Junior Seau, Donovan McNabb, uh, 
you know, showing my age, but Al Toon with the New York Jets. You know, I mean, you look at these guys, Lyle Alzado, you know, haven't we learned enough with the millions and millions of dollars that are invested on these players? You know, when I, you know, I didn't play anything after high school, but, you know, I remember back in my day, you got your bell rung, right? And, you know, you got rid of the cobwebs, they put you back in. And now we know that these things linger and they go on and say what you will. Nerves are not. It's all part of your spinal column. It's all part of your brain stem. And the fact that he played four or five days later and got cleared tells you that the protocols that are in place are still loose. And the NFLPA has to do something about it to protect the longevity of these young guys' career because you know as well as I do, Jr. What does an NFL, what does any professional player want to do? They want to get back in the game, you know. And so if somebody tells them they can get back in the game, they're going to get back in the game, whether it's good or bad. Well, they've got to be somebody that says, whoa, wait a minute, hold up. Do you want to play 10 years from now? Do you want to be Tom Brady? Or do you want to suffer thousands of, you know, concussions like now Brett Favre is talking about that he probably had from his playing days. And that goes on to tell you how many NFL players that weren't big names, you know, are suffering the the ramifications of CTE and what it means to having this kind of brain trauma. So thank you for standing up. Thank you for talking about it. But the bottom line is, is like you just said a little while ago, you know, they've got to protect they're valuable people on their franchise and say, you know what, it's time to sit down. And if it takes four games for you to do so, we can let a hamstring, we can let, you know, Michael Thomas not play for the Saints for a couple weeks or a couple years because of leg injuries, but we're going to let brain injuries go, you know, uncalled and, and nobody's going to yeah. say anything and you get them back in the game the well, next week. I don't understand it. Thanks, JR. Yeah. I'll listen to you on the other side. Take care, brother. Thank you, Jeff, for calling from Louisiana. Yeah, we, we know it's it's all about the business. It's all about the money. You heard, you heard from Coach uh, John Harbaugh. I want to remind you of something that Mike Tomlin had to say about protecting players. You'll hear that on the other side. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 